Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Follow Bunker. Follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's better. I was getting some feedback into my head. A little head. bit. Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Behind the Bunker. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you very much for joining us. This is our weekly paintball podcast. With me tonight, thank God, we don't have Gavin Sharma, but we do have Josh Zubizabrikis. Yes. And I'm feeling particularly whitewashed. And no, that's not a comment about an old wooden ship. <laughs> or a fence. Yeah. Or a fence. Are you working on that, Matt? You don't have to do it right now. But yeah. Matt right. just gave a hard no. Hard no. <laughs> I was like, I'm too busy. Yeah. Believe it, Josh and I both have serious tans tonight. Yes. Yeah. It's just washed out tonight. But that's okay. That's um, and then funny. we have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in. I'm a little well done. I look like I was in a uh, pot with some lobsters or in the sun. But anyway, I'm not whitewashed. I'm red, pink, and here for Behind the Bunker for the next hour and a half. Yeah, but you know what? On the show on Facebook, it's not that bad. That, that, that Is that good. the monitor that's Maybe like it's that? The no, it's, I can see it in Rewind and it's terrible. It looks like I, my forehead basically goes all the way to my... Well, Joe looks okay. I look pretty good. We I'm, should like Joe differently. says I'm handsome. But Joe's on a different camera. Oh. oh. Yeah, he's got the low budge. Never mind, Joe. Remember when we had You're him on, on high def and people didn't like it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And Maddie, do you have you you're you're up and running? All awesome. Right. All right, guys. So welcome. We are watching you guys live in the live chat. I forgot to and, go And uh, we're going to try to get your comments live on the screens tonight. We had lots to talk about. Um, unfortunately, Gavin, as I said, is not here tonight. But we are going to be talking about him. What was the topic tonight? Um, Why uh, Gavin's not here. Where is Gavin Sharma? <laughs> in yeah, our yeah. new PSA about syphilis. Uh, yeah. What we are going to do is uh, we are going to give away tonight the carbon pack. Uh, yeah, yeah, right there, ladies and gentlemen. So if you guys have been watching the last couple of weeks and you uh, tagged a friend, tagged Carbon and tagged us, we put all of your names into a hat and uh, we drew before the show and we have that name ready to go. It's sitting here on my paper. Um, also, we said this the last couple of weeks and only today when I was doing a test and I realized that our phone's now working. So our hotline bling is now open 8585-250-8968. Stranger things happen when you turn it on. Yeah, well, we replaced our modem and everything all went to hell. Uh, so if you guys are listening to us, you're either watching us live on Facebook, uh, watching us live on YouTube. I see you guys logging in over there. That's great. Nice to see you guys. Or you're listening to us on the RTF Sports Network. Uh, you're listening to us in syndication on that sports channel. So thank you guys for uh, tuning in. If you're watching us on the RTF Network, you're listening to us on Tuesday night at 8 p.m. and Wednesday night at uh, 9 p.m. So thank you very much. A um, couple things. Last week we weren't able to show you these, so I'll show them to you now. Uh, this one here was sent in by Ryan McGee. He finally got himself a patch. If you guys would like to get a patch, uh, we only have a handful left. They were selling for 10 bucks plus shipping, so get yourself some uh, before they're gone. Uh, this is his comms bag. Uh, he's getting ready for the Battle of Hoth on February 8th. So look at that. Nice. Never mind any other patch in that picture. Just that one there. Sweet. Um, this was floating around the Instagram worlds. The real bag of chips uh, had an opportunity to purchase himself one of those nice behind the bunker custom hoodies from Ruthless PB. Yeah, he's looking good. Yeah, better than ever, actually, I would say. If you guys want one of those, head over to RuthlessPB.com and uh, put BTB15 in the uh, promotional code. Speaking of BTB merch, what merch. about these bad boys? You guys remember these? Yeah, I did. Those are awesome. I, do, I saw this picture the other day and went, oh, yeah, I remember when that got sent to us. Those were great from the Howling Ferrets. 
or from the Howling Ferret. Is they it plural? They Howling Ferrets. They, weren't they in, they're in Montreal? Uh, Montreal. Montreal? Yeah, yeah. Montreal. Yeah, see, we have, ladies Montreal. and gentlemen, we have a new intern named Matt. Uh, Matt Mondu. Mondu. And uh, he is sitting beside uh, Matt the Crip. So we have two Matts in the production booth. So if anything goes wrong or awry, I'll give you his email a little bit later on in the show. Um, coming over here, Andrew in the in our Facebook posted this up under the review section. He says, uh, think if you're not watching, you're just not feeding yourself with good paintball information. Thank you, Andrew. That was awesome. I appreciate the good comments. And one other review that came in uh, last week, Shelby Spear says, best PB podcast. Always look forward to it. Wow. That's a good endorsement. Yeah. How much do you think he's getting tortured for that? You got a patch. Maybe a sticker. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and we were talking about this last week, and someone sent this image in. Here is a chicken skin sandwich. Chicken, just, as, just, just the chicken, chicken skins. Just, what? Just the skins. Just the chicken skin. That's, if you want a chicken sandwich, fried chicken, you don't want that pesky chicken to get in the way of the flavor? I don't know about that. There you go. Chicken skin sandwich. We're going to have to try to get one of those when we're down in Memphis. For real. For reals. No fakins. So this paintball extravaganza, guys, is right around the corner. That means it's time to get uh, your tech courses signed up. Make sure you guys sign up for the Lux and become a cert uh, certified technician and get a patch. Uh, plus other paintball extravaganza exclusives. Sign up now and don't miss out. Look at that. Wouldn't I, wouldn't I like to get a Lux certified technician patch? And we are um, putting something together for the Canadian dealers um, at Extravaganza. Wednesday at 10 o'clock in one of the conference rooms, we're going to have a Canadian dealers meet and greet. So we're at least talk face to face. We don't have to constantly talk back and forth on Facebook. And Todd came up with the brilliant name Maple Leaf Summit. Yeah, brilliant. Rolls off the tongue. That's awesome. I came up with that. I'm name. disappointed that you dropped the word flavor out of it, though. Whatever. It's a Maple Leaf Summer. We're Canadians. We're there. We're proud. Whatever. Yeah. We're going. So if you got any Canadians going down, uh, it's uh, Wednesday, 10 o'clock. We can meet up in the, what was it? The boardroom, wasn't it, Todd? Yeah. He, he was sanctioned to be in the morning because they didn't. Joe was asking the people to meet in the evening down in the lounge and people are getting creeped out so it'll be what time 10 o'clock 10 o'clock yes. 10 o'clock it's the same day as the um, industry lunch on ryan mcgee says he's watching on youtube and facebook ryan which one looks better Boys. do they sound and look both the same i'm curious i would like to know um evan johnson says need more food trucks at big games you're preaching to the choir my friend one of the things i don't like about paintball fields is usually the food uh that goes along with them but uh yeah for sure Hey, guys, how'd you like a 2020 field package? Um, if you'd like a bigger package, head on over to AirUps and get a full package for $51.39. They're on sale now. You can pick your uh, pick your colors, pick your, so pick, pick your shapes, or just get a standard field layout. You can have full-color printing as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather just borrow yours. Our full-color printed one? No, Todd's field. Todd's field. Yeah, we can take and set it up in our backyard and have some paintball. <laughs> there you go. Paintball extravaganza, guys, coming up in just a couple weeks. That is going to happen at, um, oh, I keep forgetting the hotel, the Crown Plaza, Memphis, Memphis. East. Yes, yeah, so it's happening. important to say East because there's more than one. Well, yeah. There's two, yeah. There's two in, um, in Memphis. Yeah. Oh, What are I, you guys looking forward to? I have spent... Uh, Probably more time than I should Googling like where we're going and looking at all the different things and attractions. Well, I, that are there I and sent stuff. you I sent you uh, cool. I sent you guys a sort of a roadmap. We're going to leave the hotel. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to get an Uber. Google we're going to go to the um, Black History Museum. Yeah. 
And then we're going to go to Gus's Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. And from Gus's Fried Chicken, we're going to go to the Bass Pro Shops uh, Pyramid all along the Mississippi. Yep. Then we're going to throw Gavin in the Mississippi and watch him swim across to Arkansas. The Pyramid of Values? Yep. The Pyramid of Values. And that's what we're going to do. Uh, yeah. Are we planning on picking him up? Or is yeah, he so just making his way back? On a, he, no, okay. we'll pick him up. Oh, that he wanted to hop on the Underground Railroad, get back to the... Yes, the under, it's <laughs> not actually, it's it's a submerged railroad there. Oh. Is Above Ground Railroad there? Above Ground. Yeah, there's all kinds of, like, Memphis is like Blues Central. Lots of Blues and stuff, barbecue and stuff. I don't, I don't know if we need to go to Graceland. I would sooner go to the From what the I was museum. reading, people were saying, um, like, Graceland's Graceland. Go if you're a big Elvis fan. But everyone is saying go to... Uh, I think it's Sunny's is the recording studio. Yeah, so that was there. Sun Studios. It, yeah, Sun, Sun Studios. Studios. Yeah, yeah. That's we it. went there. Sun the Studios is apparently like a, a much gooder experience than Graceland. But that's true. Uh, yeah. Um, what? So. Oh, wait. What next? And then we're then we're there. Third. So we're going to do a live show Monday night when we arrive. Yeah. I'm um, in the lobby. Then Tuesday we'll wander around. Um, Maybe doing some product take reviews, some videos, take reviews. some videos on Tuesday, Wednesday. Again, we'll have the um, Canadian Maple Leaf Dealer Summit. Then no, no, we'll, then we'll. You've you forgot a step. Breakfast. No, no, no. We're going to arrive. That's right. Uh, off our flight, we're going to pick up rental car. We're then going to go to the grocery store. Oh. Pick up some distilled water. Yes, we need distilled water. So we can all breathe while we're that's there. That's right. So we can all breathe. Much to Todd's dismay. That's right. Then we're gonna de- have, yeah. Then we're gonna do live. Yeah. So if you guys are watching us on CPAP Facebook right now, reports. our uh, stream has been fixed. Matt found a better one that's flowing faster. So uh, urologist. The last one had some uromycetosis. That's right. Yeah. He had to get his uh, prostate resectioned. So it's fine now. Be peeing like a racehorse <laughs> as well. All know, right. The mats are thoroughly unimpressed with this. Thoroughly unimpressed. <laughs> Whatever. Well, they're dealing with some technical difficulties. So we basically they're in tandem shaking their heads. We dropped face. We dropped YouTube, and we're putting all of our uh, stream into. We're all streaming onto Facebook right now. We're all streaming onto Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Dave Jenneru says there was some lag. Now it's lots better. Yeah. Have you seen Dave Jenneru's legs? He has nice no. legs. He shaves them. Nice lags. Shame about your face. That's an internet speed joke. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you guys get it? All right. Let's ah. pick let's pick this up, ladies and gentlemen, and let's move right oh. into our mail time segment. I like that. Mail time, mail time. Oh, I got it. Mail time is here. I've got, And oh, since Gavin's not here. I'm cinching up my sack and I'm ready to go. This is a qu- first question comes to us from Christopher Richter. Do you think paintball needs to go back to he said a factory catalog to a factory catalog so this was his question on uh facebook matt you can post it up if you want uh this was his post he is um citing the fact that he misses old school catalogs and i agree i miss old school catalogs but as a retailer i'd like to have a catalog and i'd like to have people come in and order stuff from their catalog in my store but i fear that if i had a catalog people would come in look at my catalog tap my brain and my staff resources then order it online because they can so i don't know i i like nothing i like thumbing through a catalog 
more than I do online. And I look at the Condor catalog and the Altama catalog and the First Active catalog quite frequently. So I I'm a big proponent of a paper catalog that I can look through. I find it easier to navigate than a screen on my computer or my phone or whatever. I I like the print magazines and I like those print catalogs just for the fact I, I don't know I would like pretty pictures but Joe brings up a good point he likes looking at those more than he does websites I I feel like companies used to send their catalog out to like a photo person and they take all the pictures and they lay everything out and then they yeah. publish it right and now it's like they ask Ray from shipping to build their website and you hop on half these websites. They're so terrible to use. They're awful to look at. And it's half the time it's got one picture of a marker. And then you got to, what, randomly click through and try and find a, a picture of a color you like. And it's a wrong angle. And it's it's terrible. And they're missing that presentation that came with having a catalog in your hand where people could look at it and say, like, this looks so cool. Look at this. Like, it. now it's like, here's a blank picture and a white background it's just it's terrible it's not the same experience can you guys uh ax your uh facebooks yeah, Whoa, yeah. we're gonna start uh we're gonna start re-steering all of our internet connectivity back over to matt right now and that should hopefully help all him right out. i just shut off my first book now i'm gone okay we'll move on to the next one so i can't comment on anyone sending me nice questions um ryan mcgee watcher listener okay guys here's a question for next week's show for the milsim folks out there at what point is it overkill to put tactical accessories such as a foregrip bipod laser sight tactical red dot scope on your marker how much is too much do you guys feel that such an accessory truly has a useful place in the sport of paintball outside the obvious scope for use for first strike I love accessories on guns. I think it looks really great, but I like looking at other people's guns. I, I, I think me personally, if I were to use a scope, I would have a single, what are they, like a, just a couple of time magnif yeah. magna magnification, that's Red it. Dot. And that's it. I mean, you really shouldn't be using a scope when you're playing all the time. I mean, if you're going to use it for first strikes and you're going to snipe people from the back, that's awesome. Perfect, perfect use. But if you're going to have it on just for sitting there and trying to play and look while you're moving around, I, I don't know. I, but I, I, it, it all comes down to functionality, too. When you have all that stuff on your gun, can you still be that move, you know, movable? Can you still switch hands? Can you run? Can you run with that on? Is your gun too heavy? Are you, you know, that, that's the things that I would worry about. But when you see a guy that has a decked out gun, it looks badass. So I don't know. It's catch 22. Josh, like. What do you think? I'll come in the same boat, too. For me, it's all about function. I'm the one that's out there half the time. If you've got a front shroud on the gun, mine's in the bag somewhere because it's just I, I don't care for it. I rarely ever use red dots and stuff like that. I typically sight down my marker. So I'm the first person to literally take my gun and go, OK, what can I take off this? Because I, I don't like carrying around a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it might look cool, but at the end, like, what you know if i can shed 10 pounds of gear for an entire big game yeah i think i come out on top but if you're also aggressive like you and i are it it you know that's true you know I mean? i'm also quote unquote not sniping from the back and i'm not using first strike yeah. rounds. so I if you are like a face, toe -to -toe. if you are slower not slower that's not the right word if you are a player who likes to play a little more tactical 
choose your shots, maybe play from the back. Maybe these things are better for you. Uh, what do you call the the front foregrip, a Joe, foregrip? on a gun that you could rest on, like a windowsill or something like that? A bipod? a bipod? Not a bipod, like uh, the angle. Like the angled foregrip. Yeah, the angled foregrip. Something like that would be great to 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 rest on a window of a building and to, and to use that as a quick sort of thing. That Like that I can respect, but I, I don't know. Some of the bells and whistles, like having a flashlight on a paintball gun to me makes me laugh. Now, granted, there are fields that have dark corridors and buildings and stuff like that. Maybe so. But like, if you see a guy at an outdoor summer big game and he's got a flashlight, you kind of just chuckle a little bit. Yeah, but I, I, again, it does look cool. That mill And does. at the same time, I've seen some of y'all out there with scopes and and laser sights, and I, and I seen you all aim, and it still doesn't help. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I like, like I've said, I paintball or Milsim, We're one step away from cosplay or whatever, and a lot of guys like to get dressed up in their gear and 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 play. So you know, I have an, a foregrip on the front of my gun, and I have a flip up one of those eight. Um, Magpul flip up sight on my TMC. I, I don't know. A little bit of accessory is kind of nice. Everything can match. A little bit of flat, dark earth here and there. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah, it. but I'm the same guy. I'm out there with camo and a plate uh, plate carrier on there with AK mags, and I got a radio pouch and all that. I've got all that stuff. That's true. Like yeah. and Ga but Ga it all serves a function, right? And Gavin says nothing, so whatever. We'll carry on. Yeah, thanks for your input, Gavin. Truth store called. If wearing all that stuff on your gun and all that gear makes you feel like you're what you want seal? it to do and feel yeah. like you're a seal then good for you then that's that's going to help you with your day and you're going to feel better and it's going to be good for you um but i don't know when it's too much i think i would only put on my gun what i would use and if you're a guy who uses first strikes and wants to use a scope fantastic if you're a guy who you know want, you know likes to likes to run and heavy gun then get yourself a nice foregrip um i, I don't know form form for functionality that's right that's true yeah, yeah. In a couple minutes, guys, we're going to, about the 8.30 hour, we're going to uh, let you guys know who we drew to win the Carbon Pack. That will be up uh, shortly. My segment might not be finished by then. No. no. <laughs> that's okay. But we'll do 8.30. That's, uh, that's in, that's in six minutes. It's okay. amazing how much longer each question takes when I actually give my input on it. That's true. It's nice. It's nice to include you, Josh. Um, we don't have Gavin here cutting you off because it's, cause it's, it's Those his, complaint it's, comments it's in, the, uh, in the comment section about you not commenting on things. Has really hit home. I can't so you can stop sending them. Sorry, now. I can't see anyone's comments. Uh, Bill Barnes, what innovations do you think will be unveiled at Extravaganza? Sorry, what kind of innovations? Innovations. What innovative paint, paint, stuff? What innovations do you think will be unveiled at paper? Well, there might be some. In yeah, bit, nothing will be innovative because so Simon, Simon won't be there. Won't be there but I, I, there, there might be some innovative stuff, though. Um, there's a few different vendors there. I think you're going to see uh, some new products from Umarex. They'll be there yep. with some new products. Um, Empire G, GI Sports should have their new paintball marker that, that we saw at uh, World Cup. Was it not the, I forget the name. The name has escaped me. I'll come up with it. They'll have some new colorways on some goggles. Um, what else? They'll have some new axes, axe colorways, and they might have the Splatmaster there as well. So I think you'll see some products. Sadly, Enola Gay won't be there. They're booked at a different show, or they might be there. I'm not exactly sure. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Trust, hey, uh, uh, trust us to find it, though. Yes. We'll find the innovative thing. Little Greggy Muller in the live chat says, I miss you guys. We haven't seen the Greg Muller in a while. I miss haven't. Greg Muller with every shot. <laughs> That's yeah. nice. 
Yeah. Yeah, we haven't chatted with 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 the Mr. Muller in a while. I see him on Facebook doing all kinds of things, so that's good. Good for mm-hmm. good for him for still still being active. Mm-hmm. I have a quick question. We're talking about him like he's ninety years old and retired. Well, whatever. <laughs> he's still in paintball. A lot of guys will come on the show and they'll be on the show for a while, then they'll go, you know, golfing and NASCARing or whatever people do or rock climbing or something. I, I have a quick question, Joe, before you get to yours. This this one here came in on Instagram last week from a story I posted. It's uh, from a little Josh Zubizabrikis. He said, what is your favorite time of year to play? That's a really good question, actually. We answered that last week. I know, but Josh wasn't here. I just want to let him know we did. We did We did answer it. your question. Did you really? Yeah. We did. Oh, we talked at nice length to about it. You should not watch the podcast. I, I was, was going to say, that's... hour, hour and a half. That might be the only podcast i haven't actually listened to it was last week last week's, yeah yeah we talked about it at, at oh did we cut you up no we were good i have no doubts about that <laughs> at all uh, i'd be gravely disappointed if you didn't yeah my my last question before we cinch up gavin's sack um from william bailey when will paintballers unite and get distributors to tell their suppliers to make quality six eight seven paint again uh i think there's a lot of paintball markers in people's gear bags and on people's wall if we had a ball closer to six six eight nine six nine zero you know you could you'll see a lot more older um paintball markers out of people's bags and using because the paint um, won't it's not polka paint it does not roll out the barrel so uh, I think you'll I think you'll see that ah, I got two on a mat tonight good two my double mat chuckle double mat chuckles anyway that was, that, that was a that, really solid one it was a, <laughs> yeah. solid, it was a solid one you know I, I try I do have a few one-liners and and stuff of you that's my thought I would like to I would like to see us perhaps a slightly larger ball but yeah if everyone was consistent but I, I think you have to look at the ball got slightly smaller. If you're a manufacturer and you're making millions and millions and millions of paintballs every year and you can make them a little smaller, then you're going to save you know thousands of dollars in, in raw material costs. Just think if, if you were a, a Rice Krispie Square manufacturer and you made every batch of Rice Krispie Squares with two or three Rice Krispies less per square, Think about your net savings over a, a week or a, a month or a year of Rice Krispie manufacturing. If you could What's spare it? a square, it would. That's be right. <laughs> Not even one little one. Not even. <laughs> what what airline? Uh, some airline did a uh, like um, complete breakdown of the food that they serve, and they decided that if they put one less olive in all the salads, it would say you know, like it saved them somebody ridiculous like thirty million dollars a year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. By the way, guys, if you guys are listening right now at home live, sorry, I just want to get this out <laughs> because people are leaving. Okay. Um. We will re-air this. It's recording right now. It'll go up as a full podcast, and we'll re-air the live show uh, in the next day or two for you guys to be able to watch. I'm so in sorry. Case, it is time for a new internet provider. In case anybody is wondering, this is in fact Gavin's fault. Yep, he took the internet home with him. Yep. Yes, he got mad and took <laughs> the He's at home taking up all the bandwidth. Okay, well, I'm going to the dis- neighborhood. I have to put, sign off now. Mail time, mail time. All right, mail guys, time. I'm cinching out my sack, and we'll see you next week for yeah. mail time and behind the bunker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we should probably do now is uh, I don't have a drum roll, but I do want to announce last uh, 
the uh, the winner of the Carbon Pack. And we'll announce this a couple times tonight. Do, 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 do. And uh, if we don't hear from this gentleman, we will... Uh, oh, I already gave it away. If we don't hear from this gentleman uh, within the next couple of days, we'll reach out to him over Facebook. But uh, congratulations to Ryan Kaz. Ryan Yay. Kaz. Where is Ryan Kaz located? Um, on the top right corner of my sheet. Um, but I don't know where he lives or where he resides. But Ryan, reach out to me uh, or reach out through our Facebook here and we'll try to get uh, get you hooked up with this pack. And if you don't reach out in the next three minutes, I will take it for myself. Um, all right. Oh, a couple things. So last week we talked about this. Uh, What's what this? is your best and worst pieces of paintball gear? Had a good time with that. And since then, the topic was still active, and I have three more sheets of comments that I wanted to go through. So I just wanted to get a couple of these were really good. Uh, that's not Sean, us. that's this. Yeah, that's oh. tonight. This is last week's. Uh, but Sean Thomas said the worst thing that he ever had was the view loader evolution, which I agree. He says the best thing he ever owned was a warped angel LED over Ooh. 20 years old and still just a tank. Yeah, yeah. Those an warped angels were pretty nice. Um, a Declan Gilhui? Huli? Declan. Hi, Declan. He says the worst was his M17A2. Good for you. Uh, he hates FSR. Best is his T15 shoots. Oh, his, that gun sh hates F FSRs. But his best is a T15, which shoots FSRs like a dream. Uh, Cameron Turnbull had said that the... The best thing he ever owned was a Metadyne thump, th uh, Metadyne thumper, and the worst thing he ever owned was a Metadyne thumper. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Um, couple here. Where's the other one here? Um, Scott Hayes says the best was an Automag. Yep. Uh, what does he know? And the worst he Everything. says is the paint from all companies in the last five years or more. I, I will agree the paint's been a little more inconsistent in the last five years. There has been some really good paint that I can think of years and years and years ago. Is it the paint now bad, or is it the fact that we just look back at the paint that was years ago and think too highly of it? Typically, as things improve, technology improves, and you come up with, you're able to manufacture stuff more consistently um, than you used to. Look at, you know, Look at many pharmaceuticals, for example, how how they've improved in their they've got costs down, um, the consistency and the quality have improved. I would say I'm not sure what's going on with paintball. Yeah, I, I, or is it the style of markers that we have now versus ten years ago? Anything would go through an autococker and a Tipman Model ninety eight. Are the guns a little more overwhelming for the paint, or is it the paint? I, I don't think, think it's, it's the guns. I, I think they're I running think lower. I, I don't know because we went to a big game, and remember we were we started off the day playing with an axe, which is yep. arguably one of the most gentle markers on paint possible. We were breaking stuff galore, and then I even went to a pump, an old auto cocker pump, and still mm -hmm. had the odd break. And it was like that mm -hmm. that paint was just trash. Yeah. I was greatly disappointed the fact that we paid money for that. Yeah. No, I agree. And speaking of that, Philip Thompson says the worst thing ever was Monster Balls. That's true. Yeah, that was terrible. Richie. Richie Rampo Rampage Santos says the worst was his Viper M1. <laughs> yes, and his best was the A5. 
Yeah. If the chat wasn't so, or if the internet wasn't so poor, we'd ask you guys in the Facebook uh, to, to give your comments, but we're going to move there's on to... Real, so, here's a question real, for you. Oh, sorry. It's your show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I just want to build off what Todd just said. In, in what you think was the heyday of paintball, so like your favorite year, what was the top marker? Like what was a marker that everybody had? That's a good question. That um, would be a good, what? That's a good topic. Let's 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 we'll use it for next let's week, blue sky maybe. that. That's a good topic. What does that mean? That? I is, don't know what that I don't means. Know. I'm, just, I'm being all he corporate. Make, he makes right. shit up because it so sounds good. Can let's we? Blue sky. No, blue sky. It's a corporate term. I don't know what it means. I think it's to open it up and explore. Do you know what redacted is? Mm-hmm. What's redacted? It's when you change something or you want to take something that you've set away, redacted. So like if you know, yeah. Okay, give me the definition there. Uh, a redaction is a removal of crucial information from a document. Okay, well, let's not read out of a dictionary here. No, that's right. Jo- <laughs> Josh is right. Okay, but I and I, I know the Reader's Digest my, version my, of it. My phone has a redacting function on it. Does it really? Does it? Jesus. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to announce the winner one more time, and uh, maybe I will put it. Uh, Don't use your redactive function, then, Todd. Uh, yeah. She won't don't, know who it is. And if you guys would like to, um, we're gonna t- we're gonna re-air this in the next couple of days. Hopefully, it's saving better than it's streaming right now. So the winner of the Carbon Pod Pack is Ryan Kaz. I'll write that and type that in the live chat form as well. Winner, winner, champion. And how winner. would we phrase the the topic for next week's show? How do we phrase? Yeah, how would we phrase that? That was a good good subject. Ta- Josh, what was it? You forgot to, didn't you? No. no, in your favorite year, so like your highlight year, like the year of paintball, what was the marker of the year that it seemed like everybody had? Okay, that's good. Like in 92, it might have been Bushmaster. In 1981, it was an L spot. Those are good. That'll be an interesting thing to see. But I, I've had a few calls lately and a few people coming into the store and they're asking... You know, about A5s. They're not asking about the Tipman Cronus. They're not asking about the 98. They're not asking about the TMC. They're asking about A5s. Are, are we going to see a resurgence in A5? Because we talked about in one of our questions last week or two weeks ago, what was your favorite marker or what was your first marker? And there are a lot of Tipman A5s. So are, what do you think the turnaround is for people that leave paintball for like say have a family six years and then come back six I so, think six to seven years is your is your departure marriage house. so when was the big last a5 push what is six years ago um 2000 whatever 2014 oh no it's no, even it's longer it's gonna be longer that, like than that i bet it maybe it's seven, a, maybe it's a 10-year departure because if it was a 10-year departure and those people are coming back then it would be an a5 yeah would, yeah i would i would say so because an a5 came out in 2005 or so or maybe like the x7 yeah or an x7 but people are at but lot if you look online you can't get an x7 now they killed it which it deserved to be um but the A5 is still around, so I, I, I wonder, are you going to see Why a resurgence? The X7 is... Ah, it was finicky. Parts were hard to get, and it was hard to tech and stuff. I yeah, think an A5 true. was was truly, 
you know, easy to use, easy to tuck, easy to maintain. But an 85 was like that perfect step up from that 98 from it a tech was. point. Because if you knew how to fix a 98, you could figure out an A5. Yeah, although the, the, the Cyclone feed system was a little finicky at times and was arguably harder on some paint than others. And the flat line, the Tittman, a, the Tittman flat line did not like winter formula paintballs. But anyway, um, you can certainly put on a normal barrel quite easily. So I, I wonder, are you going to see a resurgence in A5s? I think you will. That'd be an interesting topic. Uh, well, did I say that two weeks ago that we see more A5, not propaganda, but we see a lot of pictures, a lot of a lot of people are posting pictures of Tippmann A5s. There's a lot of cha chatter about it. Even Tippmann has seen a resurgence and they've been posting it. You're probably right. So I, 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 that's an interesting question that we should propose next at Paintball Extravaganza. Extravaganza! Um, at, the, at the industry luncheon. You know, does anyone have an idea or a feeling or an inkling what what that if you're getting out, if you're out of paintball and you get back into it, what, what is that timeline that you're out? I bet it's I bet it's eight, six to ten years, because we're having guys coming in and wanting to chronograph us to fix their piranhas and and fix things that are not even fixable because we can't even get parts for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks to all you guys that are having some issues with your internet at home and 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 sorry. Thanks for all of you guys watching at home still, despite the fact that we have all the internet issues here. Uh, I appreciate that, guys. And we will try to re-air the show later on this week. And we'll also have this up in podcast form. So thank you guys for sticking it out thus far. Um, yeah. And if you guys want to bail, by all means, we'll watch you guys uh, watch for you guys in the podcast. All right. Um, yeah. Did we get through all of our mail time questions? We got through all of our mail time. And now we have some questions for this week's topic, which would be next. Sounds good. So tonight's topic, guys, is what product do you wish existed in paintball? Okay, so this could be a fictional product, could be something you come up with. It could be something that uh, maybe already exists, but you wish was better and and, and, and you can tell us how. Um, but yeah, let let us know. Um, I have a I Let me, I have a few I can start off with. JP East gave me a lot. He said the list is long, but he's going to start with a paintball Gatling gun. Fields are always crying about how MagFed doesn't sell paint. Just We just allow a few of these suckers on the field. Remember, um, we were at Tipman and they had the Hellhound, and then the Hellhound had a DeWalt drill-activated Gatling gun on it that fired loads of paint. So that it did exist, but yes... Uh, a Gatling gun would be great, and JP East, I agree that MagFed does not sell any paint, but you know, now that we have some of the reloading systems for our MagFed, it certainly has sped up the turnaround time with the players. They just have to wait to tell stories after the day is over um, instead of in between every round. The second is a tech, second is a tech big brother to the TMC. Tipman Electro Carbine Spool Valve Gas Through Stock On The Fly Fire Remote Sector Switch Interchangeable Mag Well To Allow Whatever Mag You Prefer Shaped Round Ready Again It Would Use More Paint And I Said That About Make They Should Have Made um, A TM15 Mag Fed Variant Because The Engine Inside The TM15 And The TM7 was phenomenal easy if anybody could tech it parts are readily available so that was something i said in my um comment um jp also said a new combat version of the tipx 
but a better press price point than the first strike although the first strike is nice metal and it fits nice into your hand a scenario mortar launcher jp east you got fantastic ideas and barrels with inserts that have interchangeable tips shorter than 14 inches but that also have top tactical tips of different lengths i hate having to use a pipe cutter to cut down new barrels down to 10 inch excellent thank you very much jp east um eric angler says a transporter so we could go to every a good old game every weekend in different parts of the world well that's a good idea i miss eric angler but i think he's dead to us since he's not coming to paintball extravaganza it's, maybe he'll show up there he's a big elvis fan yeah maybe he can uh, use that transporter maybe he, to get to extravaganza, maybe he could get some cosplay action with some blue suede shoes hey jason diff has a good point he says what about bluetooth boards and an app to make changes without having to open your grip, unlock the board, and lo and lock the board and unlock the board. Um, just do it via your phone. Be so much easier. That's How many true. guys come? And the thing is, as, okay, as a field owner too, guys will come up all the time and they'll go, "I don't, I can't get my gun out of this mode or the, put it into this mode." And unless you've got it on, like all the paintball manuals close to you, or you want to, you jump on the internet to find out the board settings. It'd be so much nicer if someone just had a board where you could just flash it on your phone. You know, Bluetooth connectivity, change it on the fly. That's it. You'd have so many less user errors that's true and keep it simple don't allow people to change their dwells and all kinds of goofy things just have them change firing mode something really say, really simple they need you to can change do, your dwell to get pure water you can do what i do when people come up to the counter like that i just reset the board to factory settings and give it back to them yeah nine times out of ten it's always the battery anyways put a new battery yeah. in your gun but yeah. now zane smith um, I wish a company still made these. Remember that mag that loading system that you had on the side of your gun that had interchangeable m m little magazines that you inserted into something? For the A5. For, was it the A5? No. Yep. yep. The one you're looking at was, okay, was that one was that we uh, had shipped to the show. Did You you sold that. I did. did. Okay. I, did, I didn't want to, but Zane really wanted it. And it is uh, it basically, it was one of the first magazine pod loaders that was designed for the A5. Pretty cool. Steve Tiffin said, did these ever get made in production? Yes, they were made for a very short time. Someone in British Columbia made them, didn't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, Kaz PB26 says, what about a hopper? that you'd never have to reload. <laughs> That'd be like the max loader. Be like a max loader. Yeah, yeah. See, I hate to say this, guys, but one of these days, 50 cal is going to supersede 68 caliber paintballs, and you guys are going to find that in your 200 round 68 caliber hopper, you're going to have, what, four to 500, maybe 600 50 cal paintballs. You'd well, be out there all day. Well, look at the, the Tittman Reloader, for example. Or two minutes in a speedball game. The yeah. Tittman yeah. Reloader, for example, holds 375, 68 caliber, or 1,050 cal. Yeah. So, you know, it's lighter, it's easier. You can walk around with 1,000 paintballs, much lighter than 1,068 caliber paintballs. Fez right now is in the live chat, and he had posted up, what about an actual launchable rocket slash grenade that blows up on contact and covers everything within five feet in paint, kind of like a 250 cal paintball. We need to put that video up again. I was looking for it. That is, uh, that would be fantastic, but the liability would just kill it. Kill, well, in Canada anyways, I don't know about the States. In Europe, you could probably make it out of gasoline and, and no you one's could do care. It, you could do it in, in Ro Russia. You could have it so it explodes. You could be made out of diesel in Russia. Yeah, if you yeah. want it. Uh, Mike Holstrom actually uh, puts one in that's pretty, he knows an astronaut. pretty neat. Um, 
A 100 to 125 round Revy hopper. Hmm. That'd be cool. Well, you can do that with Simon's hopper that he has for free. You can take it. Yeah, what was that? It started with a P, right? Pico. 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 Pico loader. Yeah. You can take the guts out of your Halo. You can still download that file and print it at your local library. But imagine now that when we first when we first got our Pico loaders, that was I don't even know how many years ago that was. But that's when like that was at least five years ago. In the infant, very infancy stages of you know your own printing. What are those things called? Three D printing. printing. That was like when they were almost like two D. So it's it, now it's 3D. You could print off a almost a, a, a soft shell loader with the free software that's around. Now you guys should try that again. The Pico loader, it's available, and you just put guts from a Halo, a Halo 2, a Halo B, or a reloader into it, and you have a force-fed hopper that holds about 100 balls. It's available now. I found spare guts. I was cleaning up my shop the other day too for a reloader B. Hmm. Maybe I should burn one off. Um. Galicator number seven. I'm not sure how to say that. He says, what about a gun without an air tank? Like an airsoft gun. Um, Think of the concept. How about one with a propane tank? Yeah. Uh, But think uh, of the concept without uh, the lameness of an airsoft gun. Like if you could could have an electrically fired paintball gun, that would be the shiznit. No, No tank. But then stocks, every gun would have to have a stock. Because you it? couldn't have a gun without a stock. Why couldn't you put a forward, no, but a forward loader on the f- forward system on the front, like a, one of the grenade launchers, an M203? But well, he's just hypothesizing. What if you just didn't need an air tank? It'd be fantastic. Imagine what your chairs would look like if your legs bent the other way. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> here's well, here's an in- interesting view on that. A lot of people who are doing magfed stuff always talk about what, how realistic it is. Mm-hmm. You know what realism I want to see. I want to see that guy who goes out there with the flashlight and the hollow point, you know, the um, high point sight or a scope and a bipod and a foregrip and a stock and all. I want to see the guy carry around a real weight firearm with the same stuff on it. And I think with a big enough battery pack to power you all day long, your marker might reach that weight. Yeah. But battery technology is changing. I don't, apparently, Elon, yeah. I don't know if this is true, but apparently Elon, Elon Musk about four months ago started playing paintball and has become quite enamored with the sport and is working on a Tesla variant of a paintball gun. Really? No. I heard he also bought Angel Eyes. <laughs> yes. Next. He thought the, the goggles were cool. Uh, check that, and I'm going to read this one only because Gavin's not here. Nice. To freak out about it. Garrett uh, Parison writes in and says, Visor tear-offs like an F1. Motocross. Can you imagine if JT came up with something like that, where if you just got something, you could just sort of peel a layer they, off they and tuck it in the <laughs> They had them in the early days. I love days. your smirk. <laughs> they had You're them in ed- the just early days. Just egging Joe Gavin's on. talked about it. Like, <laughs> tenderly. probably get some goggle flies going on, too, some yeah. cam fun. Yeah. What about Race I-44? He says, what about if you had cleat slippers? So when you come off the field... You can slip them over your cleats to keep them from getting permanently worn down by walking on concrete and rocks. Where it would be applicable to other sports too. Like skate guards. Uh, you may steal the idea, but in exchange, I want a free pair for life. Yeah, so like you're right, like skate guards or whatever. But like this product already exists, and I believe it's called galoshes. Yeah, there's no shame putting galoshes over your cleats at a speedball tournament. Size 22 Crocs. <laughs> Print them at your local library right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
no, I, who was it came up with uh, cleats that had the same technology in the bottom as golf cleats where you could actually unscrew them? So Exalt has those. Exalt, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exalt had them where you could actually unscrew them. And that's all they were, were just golf cleats. You could pick up a replacement pair or a replacement box, enough for one shoe. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 20 bucks for brand new rubber cleats. It was like tarantula, uh, tarantula cleats, I think is what they're called. Yeah. But yeah, they were pretty inexpensive, and it, it, it was the same thing with golf. Is when you get off the golf course, quite often you're in a concrete parking lot, and they'd wear out. Devin Schwartz in the live chat calls them booties, and yeah, uh, Christopher Pringer Pringle has a delicious uh, idea. He says, "What about uh, paint t- uh, tasers? That'd be good." I don't know if about delicious, but I just had the word Pringle stuck in my head. Uh, PB uh, PB Jelly Paintball says, "What about a suppressor?" That actually worked, like a sound suppressor for your paintball gun. Um, That'd had, be great, except for if you lived in Canada. I had one or two for some of my Sheridans back there. I had one for my Auto Mag, and it worked quite well. And I had one for my Sheridan KP3 and uh, my my 68 Magnum, and they worked pretty well. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. They're they're at the time they were kind of illegal, but I, I think. I had a probably more so now. I have a suppressor for my Model 98. It's a two foot by two foot box full of styrofoam <laughs> that I wedge it in there and shoot out the other side. Well, there you go. Uh, but most of the noise of the gun is usually out of the back of it, isn't it? And, or, out, yeah. of, out of blowback guns and spool valves, it's still coming out of the barrel. And we uh, we wrapped ours with um, dish dish scrubbers and uh, over top of the barrel, and you could take them off and clean it and stuff. And some guys use steel wool, but that was back in the you know early '90s, just when people were playing. So that's not bad. Yeah, looks yeah. like the stream's getting better. Sorry, is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a stream improving. Why a nice one in here from Joe? I did. Yes. Yeah, me. a universal box or drum mag for a TMC. A mag-fed TM15 universal communication system for reps and players. There's nothing. It would be nice from a referee field point of view if you could somehow have every every player in a big game on the same frequency or being able to override their frequency just to, so one guy could start the game. Yep. It would be a five, four, three, two, one game on. The refs would all hear it. There wouldn't be this back and forth chattering, and the players would all know that the game's going to start. If there was an injury, <laughs> if you wanted to drop a mission, Maddie, where you at? I got the picnic yeah. in the bag. <laughs> Gavin's hollering and his head. Get off this channel! Leave this channel free. Cranium's going to blow off. Yeah. Um, and, and the people in the in staging area would know what's going on. Just some sort of universal communication system and and a functional box rotor and it goes back to what the fellow the first fellow said chris jp east about an electronic gun and they could have done that with the so remember when and i love your idea but remember when planning or uh, empire had the hud system i do couldn't we eventually have a system where everyone has a heads-up display in their goggle system and it's tapped into whatever network and on people's display it does the countdown right right and you have the audible in your ear as well but also be neat to be able to have pseudo GPS trackers so that you can see beyond 
what you're seeing right now, kind of in a virtual map of where bodies are. That would be kind of cool. It'd be really neat. Now, yes, I know it would give positions away and stuff, but it'd be cool if you were in like a town field and you could see that there was a guy like three buildings over in the back. You kind of saw a haze of him. It's like, like our video that we use, um, that we play at the indoor for people to watch. And it's like that drone shot of the people running from the embassy into Saigon and the other guys attacking. It's cool. If you could watch that live action, each each general have access to the same exact footage. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. The technology I wish existed, and I know it's a far, far reach, is if you were playing and you hit somebody and you know the paint broke, their gun would shut down. It's true. Yeah, Until that's the game true. was reset. Devin Schwartz says teammates' positions, not enemies. Uh, yeah. But it would also be neat to, not necessarily close range, but it would be neat to know where there's packs of players, kind of like a thermal system that kind of gave you some ideas. Yeah, be like neat. Predator. Um, George exactly. hey, says that he'd like a hopper that Gavin couldn't kick off. That's yeah. called super glue. Super glue, duct tape. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think having that heads-up display would, would offer some really neat, really neat functionality and playability on the field and bring those kids out that like to play video games and... Yeah, I think that'd be I, I think that'd be cool. And I think that so I, I mentioned this before, and again, these are all far fetched ideas and I get that not all of them can do it, but playing at Top Golf once with their little microchips in each ball, which tells you where you shot it and what your score is, it would be neat and I know you can't, but it'd be neat that if your paint could be able to be tracked to see if you actually eliminated somebody. And same thing like what yeah. Josh said, that paintball and I know it's far fetched, but let's say I hit Joe with it, it would disable his gun. So he knew that he was out of the game. Even if he was trying to cheat, let's say That's it would disable his gun. That but, would be pretty. And, super and cool. not only that is those situations where you look at rental players, yeah. right? If it like, I, I know it's a laser quest thing, but like if someone got hit, like if someone hit you let's say they hit him in the pod pack, some rental player might not pick up on that. If their gun then just goes, boo, you've been eliminated. Yeah. Right. Like it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then off they go. Like, I, I don't know if it, I, in my mind, it would help the paintball playing experience. It might speed up games a little bit more. You might get some more turnaround. And, yeah. Lisa Weaver in the play. live chat says, what about duct tape that didn't wreck all your jerseys? Someone should come up with like a, almost like a Velcro system. Yeah, like a team tag. But yeah, we could call some it team sort, tag. Some sort of tagging <laughs> system. Or tag so teams. Mark your, mark your opponent. And to um, subsidize our income, we could sell Boy Scout cookies. Or meat sticks. Meat sticks. Meat sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what about something similar to a UAV system for a limited time? I think having like a drone or having some overhead intelligence would be super awesome for a big game, especially when you have like hundreds and hundreds of players on each team. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that'd be awesome. Um yeah, Lee Williams says it's called Team Tags. <laughs> yes. We are aware of that. <laughs> um, okay, so where are we at time-wise, Matt? 50 Okay, so we have about four or five minutes left before we go into our podcast system. Um, George Hayes hey. says a camera system to see uh, the battles from the dead zone. So parents... Uh, can't watch, can't watch their, their kids. kids fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. 
You know what else would be kind of cool? Are we done? I, do you have yeah, any other good I, ones? I, I, no. We're pretty good. But what we should do is talk about something that's truly fantastic, Todd. What do you oh, have to say? Boy, can I tell you guys something? Yeah. Let me uh, let me see us. if I can find it because it was uh, hiding on me a minute ago. But oh. you know what? I seem to have found it here. Guys, Planet Eclipse, did you know that they are the creators of the most incredible tournament paintball markers, soft goods, and gear? They have the winningest paintball markers in paintball and now innovators of uh, in mechanical actions like the new M170R and MG100 MagFed Marvel. Check them out, guys. EG is the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, thunder flash, airsoft, paintball grenades for use in theater, film, photography, and of course, paintball. Pull a tab on an EG or next event. Hashtag, hashtag pop smoke. Ooh, tab sounds refreshing. They're also the innovators of the most amazing hoodies yeah. in paintball. I just pictured Josh and Leotards drinking his tab. Who's up next? <laughs> Why? Me, since Gavin's not here. Arabs, which is proudly made in the USA with thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, and layouts available. 2020 fields are shipping now. Ask about full color printing and custom logo options so you can customize your next field with Arabs. I turned up Matt's Ooh, mic tonight. That's awesome. Yes, he did. Ruthless Paintball Products caters to professional players, weekend warriors, and podcast slubs. They have set a new level of paintball playing apparel. You can head over to their website now and use our promo code BTV15 for 15% off. More than just swabs and pads, Exalt is a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows. Tournament ready, battle proven. In the beginning, in you in the fall beginning. out of a tree, you stumble down a rocky cliff, you wait chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Then you realize you are surrounded. It's party time. Now you own a Tipman. Now combined Empire, Tipman, JT, V-Force, you get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports. DLX Technology, guys, the manufacturer of the Lux Paintball Marker, as well as other great products like the SP Shocker, the Gog Enemy, and the Freak Barrels. A longtime manufacturer of paintball gear, they have the product that you can trust, and the product is outstanding. For over 50 years, Altama has proudly carried militaries from across the globe through every challenging environment, including malls, jungles, deserts, urban battle zones. Make Altama your next paintball, airsoft, or everyday shoe. Look for Altama, original SWAT, and first tactical at a leading retailer near you. Hashtag no drip, no melt. Not all ninjas wear black. With advanced colorways, coatings, adjustable regs, remote lines, fill stations, hydro testing, and so much more, ninja... Products have what it takes to keep you out front and always in the game. Made in America and always full of air. Very good. Thank you to all of our sponsor guys. And thank you to you for listening at home. If you put up with our internet, thank you very much. We will have this up as a podcast available uh, this evening. You can also check us out in syndication on the RTF Sports Radio Network. Uh, that's available on Tuesday nights at 8 and 9 o'clock on Wednesday nights. So thank you ha- for having us over on the RTF Sports Network. Um, thank you to you guys for watching us on Facebook and YouTube tonight. We're going to re-air this show with some better internet shortly. Um, i got to be honest with you, I have no idea what's going on. All I know is I just did a speed test and we're fine. So I don't know if Facebook is the one that's causing the issues, but it was fine last week, so I don't know. I'm scratching my head. Someone um, has a voodoo doll out there. Yeah, I, I think you, it's Zuckerberg. Gavin. Not going to have a good show you. without me, says says uh, Gavin. So, yeah, thanks, Joe and Josh, for being on the show. Thanks for uh, letting us be here. Thanks for watching, everybody. And we'll see you uh, next week. And don't forget to get registered for Red Dawn 15 Blockade, Sunday, March the 1st at Flaggers Outdoor Paintball Field. Pew, pew. 
Yes, and thank you to all for watching. Thank, especially thank you to those who liked and shared the show before we had our internet connection. And uh, I just want to say to Gavin, um, I'm why do you, you eat your candy bar with your bare hands, you filthy animal? <laughs> T-Bone! Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next week. And uh, stay tuned if you're listening to our podcast. we got an after show coming at you. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Well, I already turned it off, so we're yeah. not live anymore. Okay. All right. There's no going back. No going back. What a, what, what, every time the internet goes down, it really just kind of... I don't know about you guys, but I get railroaded. Matt gets railroaded. It's really yeah. only so much we can do. And then uh, Joe I get, and I have to mull about. I box car or, I, or, or caboose. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to call the service provider, see what's going on. And if there's a, any sort of an issue, I think I'm going to switch over from Rogers to Bell. Is Bell has high speed. They don't have fiber in this area where the studio is, but they still have comparable internet. So I don't know if... It's a bandwidth with Rogers, or I bet it's a software issue. You think so? But I'm going to contact them and find out what the hell. But it shouldn't be. We've had great shows leading up to this. Nothing's we've changed. Never had a great show. We've had <laughs> we've had good upstream. Yes. <laughs> You're right. Yes. We have good upstream numbers for the last couple of months, and then all of a sudden, of late, it's been terrible. We've replaced the router. It's not fixing it. So, anyways, to actually get back on topic, I'm actually Riveting. looking forward to uh, Red Dawn in March. <laughs> Smart. Do you have anything? Yeah. Do you have a gun to shoot? Because your inceptions. I am still waiting. Oh, oh. what what do you think's going on with that? Uh, probably one of the border guards is really uh, drilling over it. Look at it. So, to give Inceptions Design their props, it did ship. We're just waiting on shipping. And yeah. when you ship well, anything to yeah. Canada, there's an imaginary line that takes about an extra week to get across for whatever reason. They've done all their due diligence. They put in all the proper paperwork. It's just it's disappeared between the vortex of America and Canada right now. Is that imaginary line that marks up everything 30% too? Yeah. And the duty. It, you shouldn't, have, Does, any, um, you shouldn't should... have any duty because it's made in America. Yeah. By okay. people that have from England. So how long we were we live for? About 56 minutes, right? Yeah, 55. So according to Facebook, I just went and looked at the video we posted. We were we have a 37-minute video. Wow. So Facebook took our 56-minute video and chopped it off enough that it's now down to 37 minutes. Just the so highlights. we're missing like 30 seconds here, 20 seconds there, and repeatedly well, every Josh couple of minutes. Did they actually take out all the paintball content and just leave the rest of it well i was gonna say they took out all the uh, all the good stuff and left the bad stuff but no it's all there <laughs> yeah so whatever we'll get on with it at least all the podcast listeners will have their show this week uh i believe everything should be recorded fine uh because they just get the audio file of it anyways audio um i'm going to look at the uh, video file if we can we'll put it back up on youtube tonight and uh, see where we get with now that. will you repost this on facebook or no i guess you uh, we'll see. We'll see what the video file looks like. Because when the if it's the software issue, that means that it encoded it and it's going to be choppy. If it didn't, if it's a one crisp, clean file, then I'll re-air it. Okay. But we'll see how it goes. We'll know. We'll know when we're done recording here. You should go back to the old reliable with the dial-up modem. Yeah, it's just 14, too loud. 14, 14, 14, 14, 14. Yeah. 
And then we started the show without the bed for the first five minutes, and it just felt like something was missing. It just felt like... It did feel off. It did feel off, didn't it? It just felt like... I know Gavin's not here, and we were celebrating, and maybe that's what it was, but... It's a great jubilee. Oh, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gavin's hosting a large meeting for thousands of work colleagues right yes, now, apparently. Some sort of ensemble event. Yeah. He's, uh, he's written a play and they've taken it to Broadway or something? No, he was asked to do a speech on Jiku Kanro, the uh, Chinese method of management. Matt, how is it? Jiku Kanro. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't think of I actually I researched it and I printed it out on 4x7 uh, cards photophonetically so he could <laughs> read them to the crowd. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> when did you clue in, Josh? When you printed it out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, only six people got that. It was a Simpsons reference when Carl. I figured it was a Simpsons reference. Yeah. I Maddie, smiled. Did you I get smiled. It? Yeah, okay. So anyways, long shot, but Gavin Gavin would have enjoyed that. I was that. like, where are you going with this? <laughs> Sometimes I like to take the long way around. Yeah, <laughs> so that right. was it. So what did you guys think of uh, Jennifer Lopez showing her time of the month undergarments last night? <sighs> I, I didn't watch it. I, I watched the first couple of minutes when they announced all six branches of U.S. military, <laughs> last but not least, Space Force. <laughs> was, yeah, and then uh, I had to go to the rink because there was hockey, so yeah, it's yeah. more important. I don't know. People thought the halftime show was the best ever. Some people thought it was the worst. I have to say I didn't – like, it was a show. I, I was expecting, like, some – surprise people like remember when run dmc came out and yeah. like some things like that and we've seen some really good fanfare i just thought it was just people dancing for 15 minutes and like it was nice it was good but like i wasn't shocked or surprised there was no special guests like yeah that's true i don't know like i would have been happy if they brought michael jackson in or no i, I would like them to Did say next did, year right i know but that would have been a <laughs> surprise hologram? That, yeah i would have been <laughs> really <laughs> shocking yes <laughs> i would like them the next Cole. year say that Celine Dion is doing the halftime and then everyone would get all piped up and then the lights would all go off and then all you hear is dun, 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 <laughs> and it would be ACDC and I think it would be by far the greatest halftime show ever. Yeah. Oh, well, no. The only way to have the greatest halftime show is if somehow Trump made an appearance because then it would have been the greatest halftime show ever. <laughs> no, he would be in the wrong state. Yeah. He would, <laughs> Apparently Kansas Trump Jr. was there. Apparently Kansas City is in Missouri, but it's close to the border. It's like oh. 15 miles away. I was reading it on Facebook, and guys are going, oh, he does. How's he supposed? He doesn't need to know everything about geography. He's a president. It's his own country. Yes. Yeah. Presidents of the here United States. I hate to say it. We were talking about it, a few of us today. I, I think he's going to get reelected. He has more press around him the last few years and will for the election than anyone else. How can people not? walk into that poll and vote for him if they're not really sure. And who are they going to put up against him? Uh, Bunny. Vo- we're gonna, Bunny. We're going to see, we're gonna see what's going That's on it. right now. The Iowa caucuses are voting right now, so we'll see what, what happens there. But that that is for your, isn't it for your um, Democratic, um, someone to run Candidate, against Trump? Yeah. yeah so yeah. we'll see what happens. So what do they call it? The primaries? It's one of the primaries. The first primary? This week, it, the, I believe the Iowa's are, Iowa's tonight. And then New Hampshire, I think, is next week. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I was listening to a breakdown of it, and it's so breakdown. funny how they, they look at all the polls, and they're like, okay, if Bernie wins this one, that means Biden's out, and that means Warren's gone, and then this and that. And they're like, unless 
the Biden wins this one, then the next one, like like Bernie might win because they've got more demographic of this people, this people. It's like they like put all the weight on like the ten people who are gonna vote in Iowa for yeah. like for the entire thing. It's like how do you sit around and do that? I don't get it. Yeah. You know it really sucks. I'm just looking at Facebook, I'm still bitter about our internet. We still managed to put through one point four viewers. Uh, like 1,400 1, 1, viewers watching the show, and they sat through the third. We lost, what, 20 minutes on our show? So yeah. they watched all the other stuff. So thank, thank thank, you to all of you that tuned in. But, again, a small portion compared to our podcast numbers, but, you know, it's 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 awesome that they tuned in. Yeah. Oh, well. And to the rest of you, you're still dead to us. <laughs> Especially you. Guys. Come back next week. Like and share. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you to all of our podcast listeners. I see your numbers are increasing every week. Do hit that subscribe button. If you find us on iTunes, hit that subscribe so that way you get the uh, the episodes come to your phone every time that we do it. And our, 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 our numbers for the retro podcasts, people actually are listening to them. I thought people would listen to the first one or two and then tune them out and ignore them and block them. But those numbers are almost as strong as our main show. People are still listening to the old content. You get to see people listening to it. Oh, this is the same crap, but older. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they sound younger and more enthusiastic, but still shitty? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, but doing well. All right, well, why don't we end this show? A couple things that are happening for us, guys, is uh, next two weeks we're still here. No, next, or is week, it just we're, one next week? week we're here, then the week after we're at Extravaganza, but we will likely do a show on the Monday night. As long as they have good internet. As long as they have good internet, <laughs> we'll do a Monday Can't be night any show. Worse than here. No. Yeah. Sorry, when are we actually due to arrive? Monday at... afternoon or something. Monday. Oh, really? It's from last week. Yeah. I thought we were arriving on Tuesday. Or no, something. we're leaving Monday. Yeah, we're leaving Monday to be there by Monday at 420. <laughs> we land at 420, and then um, we. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be at the hotel by 5. Yeah, right. We'll now, sort out the internet, and we're going to try to do it live, even if we have to do it from the uh, hotel room. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll try to figure that out. We could we line all there. the CPAP machines up in the background. <laughs> we could all wear our masks, and we wouldn't be able Welcome to talk. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Sorry about the noise in the background. It looks like we're trying to protect ourselves from the coronavirus. <laughs> you see the lights dim a little bit. Yeah. The phone's phone's gonna ring and it's gonna be room. It's gonna be the front desk. Um, is do we have reports from the floor that we're losing hydro? Do you guys have to turn the backup this? generator on last <laughs> night? <laughs> is someone welding in your rooms? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a two forty plug? Plug my CPAP. Jesus. To to Matt's uh, comment about flights, I I I'm not trying to put a whole lot of pressure on Memphis, but we actually fly out at a human hour. And fly back home at human hours. And what are they? I I forget. Like we're not. I mean, we're not up at like ridiculous o'clock. We're not. I love events where we're not up at stupid o'clock. Having those six forty-five a.m. flights, which means you have to be at the airport at like two thirty, they're just ridiculous. And I know the point is to get there early, and I I get that, but it's still it's a pain in the butt sometimes. So right? Thursday, we oh sorry, that's fly back. Let me do this in order. We leave Toronto to Memphis. Our flight's at 2.20 in the afternoon. You shouldn't be telling people our itinerary. Here's our flight number, and this is where we're going to park. And we're <laughs> flying with Air America. <laughs> yes. No, Robert, when, Robert Downey Jr. No, and then we, we leave, we, leave, we fly it at uh, 6.20. But on Con Air. 
Yes. That one's Con Air. Yeah. And it says here that Matt has a peanut allergy. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least he's not seeing impaired. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't, know, right, where, I don't know where Joe's going to get a wheelchair in time for a flight. <laughs> well, your, um, your therapy peacock. I don't think they're going to allow on the on the no. plane. But uh, all right, guys, we're uh, we better just sign out. Thank you for listening. We'll uh, see you next week.